An economic depression is coming. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I have my Stein of coffee and I thought we'd have a look at this article from the ABC discussing or asking the question if this will reshape our ideas of what a depression is. Now, there's no actual definition of a depression from an economic perspective. Most people assume it's simply a prolonged recession, which is fairly accurate. If you look at the uh, Keynesian approach or argument for a depression, it's a prolonged period of growth or negative growth below trend. And I'd say, well, I know we've been below growth, below trend since the GFC. The economy is about 10% smaller than what it should be when you take account of our population growth. So on poor, poor capita, we're doing worse. So now, I mean, we're going to hit a recession no matter what. And it's going to be a lot longer than people are suspecting or leading on. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below, guys. And let's have a look at this. I mean, is this going to be the first step in a reset? Yeah, what is it? Every 40 years, we have a reset of the monetary system. Are we going to have a new one now? Will it be something that uh, provides even more control to the central and state authorities? Or will it limit their ability to create currency out of thin air? We'll have to see. So... Will the economic crisis caused by the illness reshape our idea of a depression? Well, we have a generation here in Australia that doesn't even know what a recession is. They don't even know what a recession is. When a crisis or tsunami hit or trauma hits, we all deal with it differently in our own unique way and in our own time. Early this week, I stood opposite a long and winding Centrelink queue. I'd parked two blocks away, walked through Sydney's empty Darlinghurst Street turned a corner and was hit by 200 to 300 people queued in virtual silence. It was an eerie, sobering and humbling scene. I mean, this is reminiscent of the Great Depression. This was the moment the economic crisis hit me. Well, I guess the journalist or Dave Taylor hasn't really been Maybe he's been a bit isolated. Well, yeah, journalists would, particularly ABC journalists working for the government. They would be isolated from reality in many ways. It's different when you're an employee in a government organization to when you're a small business person working day to day out there in the economy, particularly when you talk to other colleagues, particularly after a couple of beers, how it's really going, or you're bonding over the, you know, chasing money from dodgy people, or you warn each other, stay away from that guy, they're, they're dodge. He owes me money or my mate got done by him. Journalists took their positions on the side of the road to record the event for the history books. I was among them. When filing a story like this, you need to know who's in the queue, why they're there and how long they've been waiting. In the answer to who's in the, in the answer to the question, who's in the queue that makes this economic crisis so different to anything we've seen in this nation's history. There were engineers, successful small business owners, international flight attendants, retail workers, and the list goes on. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't say this is different to what we've seen in history. I say it's more drastic. I say it's definitely different to anything we've seen in living memory. In some cases, they still technically had a job. 
and just been temporarily stood down. Indeed, the companies they've been working for in many cases have been doing just fine up until this point. It all had the look and feel of an economic depression, but that's not what this was. It's actually something altogether different. But before examining that, it's important to go to the heart of what's producing the high levels of community anxiety, aside from the risk of falling in ill. So extent of the economic crisis rests on unemployment rate. Well, I mean, guys, the latest unemployment rate, and I will find it right here, was went up or went down to 5.1. It's going to be dramatically worse. If you don't have a job for an extended period of time, what used to be a straightforward task like paying utility bills and grocery bills becomes a real challenge. That's especially the case if you extend, if you ended this time with little or no savings. It's a frightening scene to be fanked. This scenario is now facing millions of Australians. And here's the thing, I mean, how in debt are so many people? This is the difference to the Great Depression guys. In some ways, it's a lot worse just the high level of debt that we have. When are people going to start sell selling their investment properties? You know, we looked at it before, just the eviction issue now. When are people going to go, well, I'm not getting paid, I'm selling it, I don't care, I need the money. I need to keep my family in their home. So is the employment on the left-hand side and the unemployment rate on the right-hand side. So we'll have to see. They're predicting it going up again in 2021. We'll see. The National Australia Bank has forecast the unemployment rate will peak at roughly 12% before starting to fall at the end of this year. Now, this is based on, I'm assuming, based on the ABS methodology. So double that if you prefer the Roy Morgan approach, roughly. So we'll say 20% unemployment. And then underemployment, double it again. The bank then believes by the end of next year, it will have come down to 7.5% and it's currently under 5.5. AMP Capital Shane Oliver has the jobless rate peaking somewhere between 10 and 15% later this year. Of course, both of these forecasts only count those in the labor force who are out of work altogether and actively seeking work. The reality is the percentage of the labor force that will be legitimately seeking government transfer payments, either unemployment, underutilization, run a business, or have been stood down will be significantly higher, potentially higher than 20%. So are we entering a recession or a depression? With the prospect of large double digit unemployment figures coming through, it's appropriate to start discussing the potential for a deep recession as the NAB is forecasting or a depression as AMP Capital is referencing. It's simply impossible to forecast exactly what will happen because there are too many unknowns at this point. Uh, well, you can pretty much say it'll, it'll go to shit, to be honest. Dr. Oliver sums it up pretty well here, though. While there is a huge unknown around how long it will take to control the illness, and hence how long the shutdowns will last, it is looking clear that the short-term hit to GDP will be deeper than anything seen in the post-World War II period, hence the increasing references to the pre-war depression. I mean, there we go impact to Australia's uh, GDP from the illness. 16% will get a boost, Com communications, healthcare, and public administrations, negative to slightly neutral. I don't, mm, I think, uh, well, yeah, education will take a hit, more than people realize, perhaps. 
medium hit to 35% of the economy in construction, manufacturing, and professional services, and a large hit to 25%, which is rental, hiring, real estate, services, retail, accommodation, and culture. I mean, there you go, guys. There you go. Can you reskill to go into this sector? Other leading economists agree with this forecast. The critical phase above, though, phrase above, though, is short-term hit. Of course, there's a fear that the pandemic will remain uncontained indefinitely. However, not one authority is suggesting that. It's generally understood that a vaccine may be developed by the middle of next year. This rules out as much as we can at this point an economic depression as we know it, because depressions by their nature linger. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. No. The last depression was exacerbated by intervention. We're getting significant intervention right now into our economy. Significant. It's going to linger. The ramifications of this will linger, will take on a while. I suggest the author looks to what happened in the actual depression. So technical depression. It's a bit scary when you look at the state of Australia's economy during the Great Depression. Unemployment reached 20% and GDP fell 10%. These sorts of numbers are possible to achieve at this point, assuming the pandemic continues and business shutdowns remain. I, I think they'll be achieved next month. Important though, there are other aspects of an economic depression we're not seeing. For example, in the lead up to the Great Depression, interest rates rose, the government practiced austerity measures, and despite the threat of an escalation in the US-China trade war, it pales in comparison to the Smoot-Howley 20% tariff on US imports that were met by global retaliation and saw global trade collapse in the 1930s. Yes, we didn't have this. We didn't need it. We now have a pandemic affecting global trade. Look at the China numbers. It, just because it isn't the exact same mechanism doesn't mean we we're not going to have uh, we're not going to have the same impact. Right now, policy ma makers are throwing everything but the kitchen sink at economies around the world, and there is at least some sense of uniform global action. Yeah, printing money, money printer go brewer. You know, that that's there's gonna be a point where people stop falling for it. Where confidence gets eroded. Yes, we are creating even more debt and flooding the financial markets with extraordinary amounts of liquidity, but if these measures were not employed, a global economic depression will be a foregone conclusion. Really? Uh, sure. I, I think we're gonna head for one anyway. So grants for hope. The consensus view now is that the economic hit to Australia will be harder than a typical recession and may even look and feel like a depression, but the bounce back in economic activity to come will prevent a depression as we know one to be. Really? See, this is the thing. Do people think we're just going to automatically bounce back? There's going to be a culture shift happen. This is going to last months. NAB's Alan Oster goes further. He says the bounce back in economic activity will be quicker and more intense than recoveries post-World War II, which is saying something. A lot of uncertainty remains, but something we can connect with is that life has changed for us all. Being stood down is becoming more common. Lining up to receive payments from Centrelink is becoming something of a normal daily routine for all types of professionals. Small businesses are needing to find new markets, and there are fewer people out and about, and folks all over the world are learning to work from home. The economic system has been deeply wounded, but not from within. This is an exogenous shock. 
Okay. The system already has been deeply wounded before we even got to it. This is just the bubble. The, the, the pinprick that burst the bubble. It's built on debt. Our economy is in bed with China. They're our biggest importer and exporter. This means there'll be significant collateral damage. The economy at this point can recover and at pace. Well, what do you think about these predictions, everyone? How are you preparing? Do you agree with the argument? Do you think Australia will avoid a recession? Will it bounce back faster than ever with our quarries and house flipping? Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below, guys. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and want to support us, there are a few ways you can. You can join the channel on YouTube or on Patreon for a small monthly fee. You can support us using our affiliate links at Amazon or eBay for your consumer purchases. You can also use our referral links at Independent Reserve or KuCoin for the crypto traders out there. We've got merch available from Heiser Says, Pocket Squares, you can see behind me, and Teespring Mugs. We also have PayPal if you want to donate that, that way, or Gold Pass if you want to send us gold. Take care, guys. Have a great day, and I'll see you all next time. <laughs>